Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jack Mates Happy Hour. We're in the swing of things now. I'm back with Alex. Hello. I'm back with Stevie. Hello. Stevie, we're going to be doing a whole show today about your career, right? Let's start it with, what do you actually do? One of my favourite things about you, Jack, I don't know if you know this, but it's just that he listens. <laughs> so when I tell you no... But the listeners actually want to know. I had, I had someone genuinely come up to me last night and was like, you know that sort of weird bloke you got on the podcast? What did you do for a <laughs> job? He did, he He's that. a YouTuber. <laughs> yeah, and so are you, Alfie Day, so leave it out. <laughs> wow. No, obviously we're not going to be doing a show about what you do because that would be dull as fuck. We, um, <laughs> we launched last week. It was a very successful launch. So cheers, guys, for making this possible. And cheers for those that listened, watched and smelt us. Perhaps. Is that a thing yet? Can you get that? No. Can't get it. Maybe we should work on that. No, we shouldn't. No, we should This not. room is really warm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not. We, no, it, it, was, uh, it was a success number one in the comedy section on iTunes. A lot of people have been tweeting me and asking where can they get it. They're like, oh, I can't get it on the spot. You can. You can. You should have to fucking search for Jack Makes Happy Hour. Yeah, you lazy people. <laughs> and you'll get it. Um, we put the highlights on the main channel and... Um, I've also got a second channel that's dropped that's doing quite well where we're going to have bonus clips and stuff. So if you want to go to youtube.com forward slash happy hour podcast, you will get it there. Right. It's been a busy week. It's been yes. a busy week. And uh, on Thursday last week, we got slagged off, didn't we? It all kicked off. Week <laughs> yeah. one. And we're yes. <laughs> We've already pissed a bunch of people off, which is exactly uh, what we were going for. And in fairness, knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I, I, to, to be honest, though, when. So we're obviously talking about Keemstar. Keemstar's yeah, been in are. touch. Friend yeah. of the show. Yeah. Daniel. Best mate. <laughs> yeah. I, we, um, we obviously spoke about him in last week's podcast in reference to the Marina Joyce scandal. Yeah. I didn't actually think. One, that Keemstar would see it. Yeah. And two, that he would be that petty that he gives a fuck about what two people... <laughs> <laughs> I am here! Yeah, he, yeah, he literally did not care about this, you. Yeah, this is the only reason I care about this whole beef on Twitter, is that I felt a little bit irrelevant from you. <laughs> tweeted about it, didn't mention me. Instagram, I don't know if I get mentioned on anything. Keem mentions it, cries over you two. 
That's like I'm not here for him as well. I am irrelevant. I think, right, so we really need to bring you in as part of the crew because you are part of us, right? So this is how you do it, right? Take a leaf out of mine and Alex's book. Okay. Say something nasty about him. You're a bellend. Oh! Yeah, that's going to be five Twitter videos in his kitchen. <laughs> Sorted. He's gone straight to his kitchen as soon as this goes live because he always does it in the kitchen. Keep, keep an eye out. It's very funny. I love... He always gets in his kitchen, don't know why. Probably because he's eating. Probably better acoustics. Yeah, room, yeah, he gets the reverb going. Could yeah. be the lighting yeah. in other rooms, the light bounces well, off his head. Do you know what I said about him in this previous video? Because basically, right, to give you guys listening or watching a little bit of lowdown, um, yeah. Keemstar, Daniel Keem, uh, came out and posted multiple tweets about me, slagging me off, said I, said I had frosted hair, t- frosted tip hair, which we'll get to in a minute. And the least important. <laughs> he was posting videos. He was po- he was kicking off as if I'd basically just asked if I could do him up the ass. Yeah, right. I don't know if he'd kick off about that. <laughs> he might enjoy that. Come on. <laughs> you actually might have preferred if we'd have done that. Yeah. Yeah. But I, so on the train up here, and I did this the other day when it all kicked off. I thought. What did I actually say? Because I yeah. can't remember. So I, I looked, right? This is what I said. So I said, um, he brands himself as a news reporter, yet he's biased. So he... Yeah, he's, he's not a news reporter. So it makes the show irrelevant. And I also said, Keemstar's a dickhead. And then I said, he's a massive bellend. And that was it, right? And I think, because we're all British in this room, if somebody calls you a bellend, that's almost... And I wasn't doing it like this, but that's almost like a term of endearment. Like, if you call me a bellend, I'm not going to go home and go, fuck, <laughs> you call me a bellend. No, no we've it... always been like, you're a bit irritating. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically all it is. I didn't know he was 36 before we did this. When we spoke about it before, he's an old guy who's crying on Twitter. I like know. He literally sounded like he was going to cry and then deleted it all. I have a great story about this because I remember the first time he ever kicked off on, on me. Yeah. Um, uh, my dad was the one who saw it first. Uh, my dad's like <laughs> in, his, in his 50s. Right. And he's like, because like, uh, he, he got notifications through for like my tweets. And he's like, I was like a 50-year-old man. <laughs> Like, he's not 50, by the way, but my dad thought you were 50, Daniel. Um, uh, so why, is a, why is a man like my age like kicking off on you on the internet? And I went, oh, God knows. He does this. He does this. He goes in his kitchen. That's what he does. He's a wrinkly old... <laughs> no, he's a wrinkly old fucking... The best way I can describe him is a giant gnome baby. That's what he looks like. Imagine if you got a baby yeah, and you dressed up as a garden gnome and you put a hat on it and you gave it some... What's it called when... Um... It's like a Tanamojo Halloween costume, this. <laughs> <laughs> it is scary. Dressing up as a kid, yeah. No, oh, and, and then, like, I know I'm going to offend the whole country of America here, right? America, you have people in your country that I, I love, right? Yeah. But your banter is very bad, right? And if Keemstar is a placeholder for American banter, then that sets the bar very low. Grim. He basically said to me, this is after I'd called him a nonce, by the way. Right? <laughs> he basically went, tell me that this guy does not look like the kind of guy that would get some kids in his van and give him candy. And I was like, it was good, and he compared me to a character from a film that hasn't been relevant for years. Yeah, so. and I mean, you, I could compare you to many characters, and that is not even an accurate one. Do you know well, what I mean? No, no, I mean, yeah, I've got Fringe. Uh, <laughs> I think the only reason why he compares me to that character is because he also wishes he still had one. <laughs> I he went say... personal first, by the way. He was the one who went for looks first. So. Yeah, so he, his, his comeback was like, um, oh, I've actually got it here. So Kingstar put... I don't know what's more... I'll do it in his voice. I don't know what's more sad. Oh, no. It's just sound like Cartman from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a big girl. 
<laughs> right, so this is uh, this is Daniel Kame. I don't know what's more sad. Your show or the 2001 frosted tipped hair. Hashtag sad. And that's, 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 that's a Trumpism, that is. That's like well, Trump. you know, Trump quite tweeted him before he was president. No. Oh, Kame's a big fan. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, I, I love Dan. Like, his life is... I look at him, and it, when he started tweeting at me, you know, some people freak out, like, oh, no, it's Dan Kame. I just go... I love him because it's so easy. You know, I didn't even have to try last. I just went, yeah, he's a dickhead. And we spoke once and uh, he said he baited me. And he's like, no, you've you've made it up. But he knows I haven't made it up. He knows I haven't made it up. Why would I make that up? Why would I make up talking to you? Nobody wants to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. You joined a call I was in and started talking to me. I don't go out my way to talk to Daniel Kane. No, I don't think anyone does. And uh, um, so I put that because obviously the, the the frosted tips hair thing I found so funny. Like I found it so good because I've never ever had frosted. I I did that thing that was trendy about two years ago. So if it had said 2016, I'd have gone. That's a good insult. You're, you're, you've hit the nail on the head. I've done that thing where you dye you try to dye your hair silver, but it grows out, so it does look a little. I get what you're saying, but I put back. Um, Ha ha ha, only because 2001 was the last time you had her. Oh, he's just such an interesting character. But thank you so much, uh, Dan, uh, for reaching out again. Yeah. You really helped push this show. And for that, we love you. Uh, when you get home, please do another Twitter video so we can out like you again. And you can go and delete all of your tweets afterwards because you got really sad that we did better than you. Yeah, he had a go at me for blocking him. And can we talk about that? Because yeah. he's blocked me at least, oh, I don't know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 times now. <laughs> I was like, is and, gonna stop? and I wish, I wish I was exaggerating. As many because... times, he's blocked you as many times as years he's been alive. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, people go and like, so when he slagged me off uh, or tried to, uh, a lot of people were replying going, oh, you've sort of messed with the wrong person here, right? Nice. I blocked him back and he was going, ha, ha, oh, Jack makes a bait and mail. So like, oh, you fucking idiot. I can't believe he blocked me. I can't believe he was basically ejaculating all over his fucking bread bin in the kitchen. As if he doesn't do that to everybody else he's ever interacted with, ever. It's mental. And to my... I did block him. I'm not saying I didn't block him. I definitely did do that. But the only reason I found out he tweeted about me is because loads of people were tagging him. I was like, what the fuck? I had to unblock him to see what he'd said about me. Originally, the first time, yeah. He was already blocked because of his cringy fucking grown man tweets about... Like, he's a fucking... What is he, a 50-year-old man? And he's going... (laughs) Oh my God, Jake Paul just broke up with his girlfriend. Who gives the fuck? Who gives a fuck about his that? His new video is called Mr. Beast Doesn't Have a Girlfriend or something. Oh. I'm just like, that's news. News. Oh, I mean, I do stuff like this. I'm 25 and I'm embarrassed at my life. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do not want to be doing this. Well, I'm, not, I'm definitely not going to sit here and call it news or, or notable content. <laughs> Chat shit. On ye on a podcast for a bit. Oh, uh, it's 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 ridiculous. But uh, he got us what he wants because all he wants is for people to talk about him. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not bothered about doing that. Yeah. It also benefits me as well. So keep yeah. on coming. Uh, uh, we appreciate it because he's so easy to wind up, and we will just carry on doing it. I'll give him a little bit of credit before we move on. Tiny little bit of credit. About two three years ago, I used to like worry that one day he'll make a video about something that I've done, and that will really like be detrimental to my career now i'm begging that he makes a video because no one gives a fuck about what he thinks anymore they almost watch it kind of like ironically it worries me when youtubers are generally scared of him now because i could understand back in the day why you would be with the false allegations but it's only because youtubers are dumb it's the reason why why keem has any form of, of power over them uh the guy has a a very well documented history i've got at least 20 videos out on him of stuff that he's been accused of 
stuff that was proven to be true. Mm. Uh, and and it's ridiculous at this point that anybody would think that he could do any form of damage, especially now he he used to be like a... I suppose he would cover serious topics, but he's on purposely cut back on that, I think, because he doesn't want to be known for that. Mm. Um, and, and that's that's good on him, honestly, because because he shouldn't be doing that, especially him, yeah. of all people. But Keem can't touch you if you make him like an idiot. And it's really fucking easy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't have a, even have a problem with him saying the stuff he does. I love it. Uh, I find I generally have always found him funny. Mm. Uh, I, I think that the one issue is when people generally do take him seriously and start panicking because you shouldn't. He's been proven time and time again to report false things about people. That now, even if he had the biggest story on you ever, you could just go. You could literally just go. You made that up, and people go, "Yep, he has." Yeah, so he he's, he's really dug him his own grave here. And, and he's, he's just a fucking idiot. And before we move on, I'll just say there was one time, one example that I had. Um, I've got a mate who lives off in Manchester. I won't name just for the podcast. We'll call him Steve. And um, he's, a, he's a big social media guy. He works behind the scenes and he, he knows stats and analytica and all stuff like that. And he went on to this news show. I think it was Sky News or something to talk about the KSI and Logan Paul thing. Mm-hmm. And he was really positive about it. Really great. And, and he thought it was great as it was for, for the world of YouTube. And then Keemstar filmed this he was obviously Keemstar was obviously in England at the time so he'd seen it come on and he filmed half of this guy's response to something that was slightly the only negative point this guy had to make about the about boxing the fight, even though yeah. he was on there to be positive about it that okay. was his whole point and he was like this guy doesn't know what he's fucking talking about and then I see my mate who's like a full grown fucking man same age as Keemstar he's like why is this weird sort of YouTuber guy coming at me like that? And it's like, how can you report on the news, but you're only taking you're taking it so far out of context? It's like if, if it's there was whole a, shtick. It's like if there's a news story, yeah, like tomorrow, yeah, um, as a school shooter in America, right, does another one, kills 19 kids, and then kills one rapist, and then I do a video going, oh, what about that guy that went and killed that rapist in America? Yeah, you just, just leave the rest going, out. What a fucking legend! Like that. I'll just let I'll just uh, leave out the bit yeah, where he shot the 19 story, kids. Which is what he always does, and. Uh... You know, that's just the way that Daniel rolls because it works for him. <laughs> I love the fact that his name's Daniel. It is. It is a great name. <laughs> like anyone else called Daniel, fine. Daniel's actually an all right name, but it does not fit that egg-faced man. No, it? well, I find it. I just, I call him Dan because yeah. we're mates. Yeah. He can say that we're not, but we are most definitely and always have been friends. And I do want to put that out there. So don't forget to call me after this podcast, Dan, because I miss you and we haven't spoken in a while, so... Yeah, so so yeah, Keemstar. If you if you are watching this, which you are, because you will watch literally anything that you're even slightly mentioned in. Um, you're a friend of the show now, and uh, <laughs> you will be mentioned in many many episodes, episodes to come. To come so, yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> so basically, uh, one thing that's been happening recently is a TGF. I know they're two friends of yours. Yeah, uh, I see. Yeah, I used to be. I used to be fairly friendly with both of them. Our relationship has been somewhat skewed because um, I've said a few things about them. I, I, I genuinely don't mind them as humans. Um, I used to really, really like the content. I think it's a bit dodgy now. What do you think? I mean, I spent a day with them. That's as far as friendship goes. Best yeah. mates. I mean, yeah. um, if me and Kim are friends, then <laughs> basically, yeah. me and Ramel are really good. No. <laughs> To be fair, he still follows me on Twitter, so we, we've got Jay, a bit of a... But Jay doesn't. No, Jay doesn't. I don't know why. Yeah, I think... Well, he followed me the other day, so unlucky. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> bragging. Bragging, right? Bragging. But bragging no, we, right. we spent a day with them, and they're nice guys. That's... That's what everybody said who I know. Just they're... a bit... 
a lot weird. Jay's really Jay's weird. That kind of went a bit. Yeah, no, because it was in my mind. I was like, it was a bit weird. But then when you actually think about how our day with them went, yeah, weird. Yeah, I think Ramel's more normal. Like, <laughs> Ramel's like actually like you could just sit with him and chill with him, and he sound as like I uh, I don't like. I just want to put it out there before we get into what they've done wrong. I genuinely, and this isn't me because they're like respected in the community. I think they've done a lot of shit that I disagree with, right? And I think sometimes they can come across as the biggest fucking idiots on the platform. But I do think I like them both. I do. Like, yeah, I've I, done a video on them as well. I've, and but I, I like them. Yeah. I do like them. But it's like in the same way with a lot of YouTubers I've done videos on, people think that that automatically means that you write them off. Yeah. No, not true. I, I think that it, it's subjective. And if you do something really fucking stupid, you know, like put your head in the microwave or yeah. do these cards, which we'll get onto in a second, then mm. you, know, you should be able to be criticised about it being like, oh, I fucking hate you. Yeah. YouTubers seem to get surprised when I meet them and I go, don't hate you, I just didn't agree with one thing that you did and I thought it was really, really stupid so it was video worthy. Yeah. Like, but I don't want to punch you. Yeah. And look at me anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's something in like the social media world and everything that's a bit mental. Everything I always... gets heightened by like a million. Well, I always find it weird as well when like, say a band releases a new song anyone who likes that band automatically says it's good could be the worst song they've ever done mm. but fans will always say it's good so for you to you're allowed to have a bad opinion about one thing someone's done yeah but i i would jump in there and say um that a youtuber i really like at the moment nico's done a video about tgf and these new cards that they've brought out which we'll get we'll get into in a minute i completely agree with him when he says that like i i'm in the same boat and it, I don't give a fuck, right, about if TGF fans come on my channel, right? Yeah. If, I, if I now go on to slag them off because I genuinely believe they've done something wrong, which I do believe, yeah. if people are going to go, TGF are great, I don't give a fuck about you as a calibre of person. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know that sounds horrible, but if you are the kind of person that follows TGF and will defend them to the hills, like people that were defending this £50 advent calendar a year ago, then you can slag me off all you want because you're not the kind of person that I want watching and my fucking videos. And it also doesn't seem like any... they listen. No. Because what I, when I did my video on TGF, it was actually probably one of the videos where I lost the most subscribers in the first hour. Mm. And it's probably one of my most disliked commentary videos. Uh, all I said was, uh, you let yourself down and made yourself like idiots on television uh, when you could have been representing the platform a lot better. Mm. Um, and that was literally it. Yeah. Apart from that, I was really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, I did a recent video on Emma Chamberlain, same thing, same story. Uh, I basically defended her. People were mm. like, oh, you're being so mean. But no, I'm not. Yeah. Defended her for like, the entire yeah. thing. They, they, they read between, between the lines, lines and get yeah. what they want. They just read the title. They just read the title. So what, what, have, what have they done? What have TGF done now? So they released a, a set of cards, like a card game uh, for themselves. By the way, one of the cards was spelt wrong as well, which is fantastic. Really? Uh, yeah, Nico put that in his video, and I just thought that was amazing. That's mental. Um, but basically, these cards are... It's like a dare game. So I think one of them was like uh, jump on top of a car. Um, like, like they do in the... In yes, the, oh yes, like they do in their videos. So it's basically like recreating TGF dares, like hit your mate. Stuff along those lines. Uh, I'm not really too specific on the cards because I don't own any of them. Um, um, funny you say that because I've got a list of some of the oh, dares. Do you? Yeah, <laughs> Great. Yeah. So one of them was uh, run over a stranger's car, uh, presumably while it's parked, because Jay does that in the, in the video, which is... <laughs> just mental on so many levels that, that you would do that uh, Jay's one is definitely faked I think in my opinion it's fake what like it's a friend's car yeah or... like he, he, he like runs over this car as it's at the lights and the guy's just saying his car like, that's a bit annoying <laughs> <laughs> it would be a bit annoying <laughs> yeah but you wouldn't act like that you'd want to punch the cunt in the face uh, there's other yeah. ones flip flip no no I'm not just calling Jay a cunt anyone that runs over you somebody's car. car when it's at the yeah. lights is a cunt right and I'm a cunt as well so yeah you're doing to say that it. every day <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's how I'm getting home. Just down the M1. Why would I go down the M1? That's to Manchester. Um, there are other ones included flip somebody's tray of food over in a restaurant. Yeah, that I kill somebody if they do that to me. Yeah, yeah. again, cunt move. Um, it was either flip someone's tray or flip your own tray, whatever, cunty. Wear a dog lead and let and let me take you walkies for ten minutes. Why would you do that? But then again, that one's not really harming but, anyone yeah, else. Yeah, not bothering right. anyone. So we'll we'll let that one roll. Uh, roll yourself down the stairs of a double decker bus when it's moving. I don't think it matters. Either Alex. way, it's kind of dangerous. <laughs> if you're on the bus, you're, you're probably not going to be the only other person on that bus. I swear, there's, I'm just, I don't know if this is just my thinking, but I, the first thing when you said that, I was like, those stairs aren't big enough to roll yourself down. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, because they're like... Look at the logistics. You'd have to forward roll rather than yeah, pencil an, roll. Yeah, I mean, they haven't spelt it right, so it's an ill-thought-out card game. <laughs> and the final one is get a tattoo of a trash can anywhere on your body, which, again, is not hurting anyone else. So they've but... released these cards. Are people paying for these? £3.50 a pack. So you're getting a pack of cards to tell you to do a dare. What, you... do you just give them to a friend and go, oh, you've now got to do this? Yeah, you kind of like out, got her out there each and other. is there some type of rule where you can't say well, no? That's, no, because that's what they said to us when we spent the day with them. The TGF, we asked them about it and they said that if they said, I TGF dare you, or something along the lines of that, they had to do it no matter what. That was their rule. That's like their TGF sacred. meant you had to go and do whatever they've told you to do. Because we were like, what does TGF literally stand for? And they were like, nothing. We made it up, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And But they were like, yeah, if one of us says that to the other person, they have to do it. And then and He then... did it to Ramel, yeah. T he said, I TGF dare you, whatever this thing was. I TGF dare you to go and sit on that bus that's just parked up to let people on this is and play on your PSP. This is in the most popular part of Norwich. There's a there's Dead a centre of Norwich City. Y yeah, on a Saturday. Yeah, like, was could, it a Saturday? Yeah, that's a I'm dare, sure. because imagine playing a PSP. <laughs> <laughs> He was on it all day, <laughs> but he sits on this bus, puts his feet up on the side of the ch uh, on the doors, and the driver's just there going, "What are you doing? I need to go." Like people waiting to get on the bus. But there's not really any sort of comedy to it. It's it's more so the, the driver it for a video. He filmed it. They were vlogging, weren't they? Yeah, they were vlogging it, but it wasn't like a specific video. But it was awkward and it was a bit weird. Like I the, felt really uncomfortable. Yeah, the driver was kind of just a bit like, "Do you want to not do that?" Like he was, there was no there, yeah, the was, there was no big reaction. The driver wasn't like getting out, kicking him off. He then, just went. But then um, imagine being Ramelia, having to like be like that on, the, and then and then uh, the guy not really give a fuck. Yeah, and well, then Ramelia win a game of FIFA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do it. And then he has to just go. Okay, then. And walk off. Do you know how fucking awkward? You at least want someone to go. What the hell are you guys doing, you kooky, crazy fuckers? <laughs> Anyone reacted like that? <laughs> Oh, oh, Louis Spencer! Wait, doing guys? Can't believe it! Ooh. So, people are actually doing this, or everyone's just kicked off at it? Uh, there are kids that are doing this and, and uploading it to uh, like their YouTube. I'm channels. amazed it has not hit mainstream media yet. Yeah, because if it does, I'd, yeah, uh, I'd they are they're fucked. Yeah, I like uh, I mean, luckily then they kind of managed to build this thing where they really can't be fucked. Like, because yeah. they are just crazy. It yeah. is what they do. So mm. it's like you can't yeah. shit on them for it, really, no. because it's what it's like. Well, what do you expect? It's TGF. They kind of immune. Yeah. Um. Like but a... yeah, I don't think it was <laughs> most clever idea. It's just a, it's no. just no. another example of taking him like taking advantage of impressionable viewers. Yeah, to get then, money in this but case. Then what happens? And this is going from zero to hundred very quickly. But just imagine that one of these kids watches one of their videos, and then and then dies. Yeah, if they do. Yeah? Because to be fair, I've watched their content before and wanted to die after. <laughs> <laughs> no, joking. 
Ish. I'm joking. Ish. But some other cards um, included. There was one that was a uh, shoot a baby in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually written some examples on here. Uh, uh, That's not real. Sign your entire YouTube channel over to Defy Media. That was another one. Not many people would dare do that. <laughs> and uh, drop three bombs of Mandy with Marina Joyce and see who is the first one to start sucking the moisture out of the floorboards. <laughs> I wrote that on the way up. Yeah, they're not real. <laughs> no, they're not Just real. Just quickly throw that one out there. No. But somebody did tweet Jay's editor. And did you see this? Is um, that Jay Painter? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know him. And was like... Um, what the fuck are these cards about? And the guy replied, wait for season two. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, yeah or no, series was, two. Was, yeah, James did that. Yeah. yeah. Tweet that. What I find even weirder is that as a product, now we've got the list of cards, I could just print them off and give them to people. Yep. Well, I'm not going to go pay £3.50 for it. I don't know if all the cards are out. Like, I, don't, I couldn't find all the different cards. I don't think there's no. like a, a checklist of things. I, I did see that uh, a lot of people were complaining that their cards hadn't arrived and they'd come proper, proper That's late. That's a real issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really want to just run over a car, but I can't do it until I get these cards. Without these cards, I can't do this. <laughs> what did we, before we move on from these uh, these chaps, what did you think of the microwave thing? Um, I thought it was, I mean, it was a YouTube prank, fun with that. Um, and I don't think it was necessarily a bad influence. It was, it was a funny thing to do. I had a problem with the BBC News interview. Mm. Um, I understand his whole point was kind of like, fuck the mainstream media, we do what we want, we set our own rules. But uh, you kind of make everybody look like an idiot on YouTube when you do that. Mm. Um, and especially after like, ad crises and stuff, I, I think it's against your own interests to go on there and be a bit of an arrogant prick. Mm. Um, and I do get that he was annoyed that they burn it out of proportion because it was just a funny video. Mm. Uh, and I can understand why when the BBC come knocking going, look, you're basically calling him an idiot. Yeah. You want to be like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, because, you know, mainstream media, like, you know, it's louder than the views they get on their channel. Yeah. They're quite clearly doing something right. People enjoy it. Mm. But when you go on there and you're like, oh, no, um, I, I do it again because he said, uh, and this is why this card game has come out and there will be a season two. And I think the reason why there will be a season two is because it actually hasn't got the reaction that they wanted, which was mainstream media. He said, and I quote, um, any press is good press. Yeah. So they're purposefully trying to get in trouble for something. And that's fine by me. So uh, if if Jay will out, I'll just make loads of videos. Give you it, videos. So. It's weird because I've always been someone that thinks that if you're doing something for a joke and you're not harming anybody directly, um, and people kick up a fuss about that, uh, whatever, and your sole purpose is that it's a joke, I don't think you should apologise for it. And as long as you go wholeheartedly for it and stand by that, I don't think you can really ever be damaged, right? No, you can't. That's yeah. my theory as well. And I think it's... I like to call it... Um, the the Dapper Laughs effect because Dapper Laughs obviously said a rape joke at one of his shows. It it backlashed massively. So then he put on a turtleneck sweater, done his hair differently, went on Newsnight and cried, and he lost all of the people that were already standing by him. Well, he looked but, like a completely different person. And it was pathetic. If 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 you're going to a Dapper Laugh show, and I said this to, to him at the time, if people are coming to see you and you make a rape joke, that's fine. They expect you're, that You're at a Dapper Laugh show. If I went and saw Lion King the musical and halfway through Simba come out and went, oh, she, that lion looks like it's gagging for a rape, then I'd have a problem oh, with that. Do you know <laughs> Then I'll take my kids out. Don't listen. Yeah. Don't listen to that little lion. <laughs> Horny little fucker. That lion. Maybe you wouldn't say that. Maybe. The, the weird part of those guys is that they are essentially just the jackass on YouTube, aren't yeah, they? they? Are. Yeah. But even on jackass, they always said, "Don't do this at home." Yeah. And they've now gone, "Do it at home." 
<laughs> All this dangerous it's, stuff we do. You give yeah, it a go. It's yeah. like the YouTube with some of the Logan Paul thing. It's almost like, uh, how do you make yourself different from everything that's already been? Oh, well, destroy the concepts that people already had set. Like if people said, don't do it at home. Mm. Well, one thing you could automatically do to be new, fresh and original is go, do it. Go on, give it a go. Yeah, yeah it's, it's this weird thing where people are so desperate kind of to invent this new thing like we're different we're new yeah but they'll almost be like on people on purposely now and i really generally do believe this on purposely do stuff they don't believe in yeah because of the fact that the normal person wouldn't do it hence the suicide forest thing yeah uh, even though that was on a huge scale mm. because it it is like oh my god can't believe it can't believe it yeah why would anybody do that yeah it's like, well because people wouldn't do it normally so they already set themselves out as a different person and they're gonna gain more press for it anyway 100 so. it was one of my biggest things mistakes that i think i did on youtube was like two or three years now probably a bit more than that three or four years ago i used to be like just edgy for edgy's sake yeah. oh yeah cool out for you cunt for no reason right and then as you grow older and you mature a little bit you <laughs> you learn that you <laughs> need to of. actually justify why people are being a cunt and then don't just be edgy for edgy's sake I feel that Jay, and I hate to always direct my stuff at Jay, because, again, I, I do like him as a person, uh, but I feel that Jay does this more than Ramel. Jay really, really seems like the kind of guy that just tries to be edgy for edgy's sake. I just think he wants to constantly up and up the level because he wants to just do bigger and bigger things, and that's admirable, but mm. at a certain point, you've got to really like kind of ground yourself because you will almost put yourself into a corner mm. but that's that's what you're saying like he just goes out of his way to try and be weird and try to do something different what he did when we were just sat in yours he was weird all day so the second we met him he took his shoes off he found a shoe box in the toilet took his <laughs> shoes off put them in the shoe box but walked you, around with when, it when you say weird it's kind of like it's not weird as in the weird you would know it's like you know in sometimes in the TGF videos where Jay will go on this random spurt and he'll go oh my dad's my own armpit and shit like that that like, constant didn't switch off so until he started editing. Yeah. He just went quiet, just sat on his laptop, didn't say a word. And then out of nowhere, he looks outside and just goes, I want to go and smell that car. And he does. He leaves the house. We watch him. He, no one's filming at this point either. He just smells the car and walks back in. And we're all just like, how was it? And it was so weird. It was almost like, because Jay's a very, very, very smart guy. Very, very clever. Very business savvy. And uh, in many ways, he deserves all the success that he's had. And I felt like when he was editing, he was normal. That was him. He's doing his work. He's smashing it, whatever. And then it almost got to a bit where it was like, oh, I need to be Jay. I need to be Jay. Like, and then it went into that. It probably like... just feels like, yeah, you know, it's like when you kind of sit there for a bit and you don't really, uh, you kind of just sit there. You've already signed out for it. He's like, oh, shit, I haven't done anything funny for a bit. Yeah. And, and that's what he wants to be. He wants to be the funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. He tell by his videos and obviously he wants to be a comedian. He wants to entertain people even in the room even if the cameras are off. So yeah. when he just like switched it back on again because that's what he's used to working. We do need to say, when we th when we spent the day of him, this is about three years ago now. Yeah. This is a while ago. And at the time, they only had about 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. Mad. Like, personally, on the day, I thought they were just trying to impress you. Right. Because that you got you were going for a thing of just trying to get smaller YouTubers yeah. and help them out. Yeah. So I think he was just trying to kind of show off to you. Yeah. But I could be completely wrong. Right. But well, really nice guys, people, just a bit. Yeah, from people I because I actually when you told me the story the first time I asked a few of my mates I've met them, I was like, Oh, were they like this year? And apparently now they're very but when when it when it's off, it's off now. Really? Like they're very sensible now, apparently. Really? And all I've only heard good things about them. So yeah. I, I just see it as like publicity stunt, but mm. almost be wary of what you're doing. It's one of these things where it's like I've met them and they weren't nasty people. They were nice people. They're like, Ramel, I, I, uh, Ramel's just a lovely guy. Yeah. Just a lovely guy. And, and I don't want to just put this on Jay because I think it's unfair 
but I don't know if some of the crazier ideas are Jay's ideas and Ramel's kind of a little bit led by that. But I'm sure so that it'll be a calculated move anyway. So even if it does get backlash, they've already calculated that. They've already made the, they've already gone, but what's the risk? Yeah. And they've accepted it. Yeah. So really at the end of the day, like what really could be said, because I'm sure they're not going to turn around and go, oh, sorry, we didn't realise that was going to happen. No. They go, no, we knew it. Yeah. And we probably knew you could, we knew commentary channels would, so this is the podcast would be like this. So exactly, and like I said, I, because he's so because Jay is so unapologetic, you can't knock him off. Uh, I I think they're good guys. I think they're clever. They deserve all the success they've got. But if you are making kids run over cars in traffic, then you are a fucking cunt. Yeah, don't do it. Nah, let's move on. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour. We've been speaking about Daniel Keem. We've been speaking about Jay and Ramel from TGF. What are we speaking about next, Alex? Defy Media. Uh, this is where it gets really uh, serious because stuff like this is horrible. And I think every uh, YouTuber's fear, greatest fear, so Defy Media, yeah. uh, were a parent company. Uh, originally, it was two media companies that merged. Uh, one of those media companies owned various other YouTube channels because at a certain point the YouTube channel uh, generates enough revenue where people will want to buy them. Yeah. Um, and if there's so anyone out there that is interested is in interested. buying Jack, mate, then uh, just let me know. Maybe I will not celebrate after this. you. <laughs> yeah, Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, I really wouldn't recommend it um, unless the money is so good yeah. uh, that you're more than willing to sacrifice, uh, well, all creative control, then go for it, which is a weird thing for people to do anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, why would you? Yeah. Uh, surely it's better to have full creative control and make half the money. Yeah. Uh, although it probably isn't half money. It was probably like 50 times the amount they'd ever, ever see passing their channel ever, which is why people sell them. Um, Defy Media owned a huge YouTube channel, Smosh. Uh, a channel, amazingly, still f- relevant uh, yeah. throughout all the time when YouTube's still getting a couple million views apiece. Which is mental because they broke the, the two guys and it broke broke up essentially, didn't yeah, they? And but went their they went away. And... So it was like Ant and Deck if they sort of went their separate work. Well, they have at the minute because yeah. in rehab, but <laughs> <laughs> not like Smosh. <laughs> yeah. uh, although yeah. maybe after this. So <laughs> um, basically, Defy Media owned a couple of YouTube channels. The notable ones are Smosh and Clever, uh, which is a YouTube channel that normally is specified in gaming stuff. And Smosh have like seven channels under their branch. So um, they were doing very well, um, making a lot of money. Uh, these channels are incredibly successful. Uh, Defy Media, out of nowhere, uh, goes bankrupt. When was Didn't this? tell anybody, literally last week. Didn't tell anyone. They also own uh, Ryland Adams' channel, who is the boyfriend of Shane Dawson. I, um, I thought when you said that, it was going to be Ryland. Like <laughs> Ryland from X, X Factor. No. <laughs> Why? No, Big Brother's bit on the side. Ryland. Do you not know Ryland? <laughs> Why are you so angry? No one knows who he is. Well, do you not know Ryland? No. You don't know Ryland from Big Brother's bit on the side? No, just because you tried to go on that doesn't mean anybody else cares. <laughs> Genuinely, back to defy. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It, it will surprise you, but everything you've just said, I have no idea. Yeah, I've never heard will, of Defy Media. I've never heard of Smosh. But we'll get on to the you've never part. heard of Smosh. Smosh. You know my background in YouTube. No, what is Smosh? No, Especially Smosh. with your job, though, I thought you'd have to know about that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know what they do. So They're comedians. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm big in the comedy scene. Yeah, it makes sense. Why you know the nothing happy about hour them. Podcast. This is as funny as it gets. Do some fucking... <laughs> why don't you just do some fucking research once in a while? Yeah. Who even are you? I can't believe you don't know Rylan Clark, mate. <laughs> Look how you're annoyed! I don't even know who that is. That so. is mental. But basically, they own a bunch of popular YouTube channels, right. what I'm saying. They go bankrupt, uh, they don't pay any of them. They just take all the money to pay off the, the banks, basically. 
so all these people just suddenly go, hey, you're laid off. Also, that money that you made this month, gone. One guy tweeted out <laughs> that he had his 500 million of your YouTube channel. It's a lot of money, by the way. Yeah. Never made a penny off it. Never made a single penny. It was his, he shared it with his, uh, his wife. He has a million subscribers on his own channel. They just took all of the money in the end. Number one, why are you not being paid monthly? Yeah. What fucking contract did you sign? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, we'll get onto that because I've also signed stupid contracts, so I understand how it's possible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, in fairness, Defy Media probably without them, they won't have a career. Right. Uh, quite a few of these people really needed that company to hire them. Yeah. Uh, so you can kind of like wait up, like, I suppose. Who's well, this guy then that got. I can't remember his name, but right. you may recognize They him. robbed his name as well. He did. He's got nothing. He's, <laughs> yes. What? They took his channel. They took a lot of these people's channels. <laughs> like his channel is everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a home. Yeah. If I lost my channel, I'm going to be meeting people. They're going to be going, who are you? Oh, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't even call myself Jack. <laughs> uh, although you actually wouldn't be able to because it was all legally owned by Defy Media. So when they shut down, a bunch of people, um, they tried to take Anthony Padilla's channel when he left Smosh as well. They wouldn't even give him it. They didn't even want to give him. So he had his own separate channel because Smosh was the duo. They tried to take his separate channel. But that personal, wasn't linked. It wasn't linked. They tried to keep that and were like, start another one. I've seen companies do that before. Do you remember Grace Helbig? Yeah. When, uh, I can't remember who it was, they took her channel as well. Really? She had to start from scratch. Really? Uh, Is but she the, struggling now then? No, she got. She actually passed her, her original channel because she got so much support from the YouTube community, right. which has happened, so that's a good thing to see. Yeah. The YouTube community came out in full force, but basically all these people lost all their money. Basically, half of them are going to lose their personal channels, had to literally start from scratch. Um... And uh, Defy Media never told any of these people they were going to get laid off. Just just did it. Uh, all because these people signed contracts. Now, the craziest thing is Smosh is a channel that is worth millions. Um, now, Anthony Patera in his video, talking about why he left Smosh, uh, he kind of just said, oh, difference of difference of creative opinion. Wanted to kind of do my own thing. Oh, this was a few months ago, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, this was about six, seven months ago. He came up with his new video now that Defy Media is closed down. And he's gone. He's explained it all. Yeah, we, uh, we sold our channel for stock, he said. <laughs> Which, uh, which means zero dollars. Which means nothing. Yeah. Uh, and the public and, and the company never went public, so they literally gave it away. Their million dollar company they gave away to Defy Media. When you started telling the story, it kind of came across like surely they have to pay him. Like that's like me not getting paid for my very important work. Yeah. Yeah. But now the more you've said, it sounds like they haven't done anything. They've done a lot wrong. But have they legally, done anything illegal? Legally, it just sounds like people have signed stupid contracts. contracts. Yeah. Who yeah. puts money into stock? Of something that's not real. Like if it's not out there, it's, it there's have, no stock. It technically doesn't exist. The stock doesn't exist. You've yeah. just given your money to someone. Yeah, literally just start for like, oh, I suppose in certain ways they would have paid them back. Like they gave them studios and stuff and they hired new people to the team. But in hindsight, they made less money than they would have if they just carried on running it themselves. And it led to the channel literally dying because Smosh without Ian and Anthony is not Smosh. Mm. Even though it still gets 2 million views. It's not. It's a different channel now. Yeah. It's a different. It's a company. It's like when that um, it was that guy that was number one for years back in the day, Ray William Johnson. Yeah, and then he did equals three, but he was. Do you remember Ray William Johnson? Oh yeah, I reckon. And then him. he stopped doing it, and he just employed other presenters. Other people and it was like it. this is so weird. It's like if I just randomly just got somebody to start doing and Jack May videos, yeah. you never saw me. You and just in... saw some guy called like Tony going, <laughs> "Oh, Zoella's got a new book out." People go. And in hindsight, that was owned by Maker Studios. And in fairness, it probably wasn't even his because that's why he had the studio in the first place. So they probably just were like, no, we want to keep the show running. It's really successful, makes loads of money. Find somebody else. But then the show is the person in those. Like, it's not like getting a new presenter for X Factor. Yeah, YouTube replacing the YouTuber is not possible. No, because it's. I mean, Smosh was doing successful, but Defy Media uh, closed down in the end, which is ridiculous. I mean, I've 
signed stupid contracts like that before. Yeah. I left, and it's all YouTube management. Uh, be really careful if you're a YouTuber when you sign YouTube management, because I know you've got a <laughs> who, kind of a story. Who would sign to a terrible YouTube manager? <laughs> Both of us. I had, Bye. I had like an <laughs> I had like an entire years of wages just held away from me. Right. And every month ago... When you say held away, do you see so you couldn't see it? So or are they just I, holding so it just out of your reach? Like, you're not having this. I, I, could, I could see how much money I was making a month. I mean, I'd be like, all right, I get paid today. Where is it? And they go, bank issues. And the first two months, you know, me being naive because I was friends with these people, at least I thought I was, I was like, ah, yeah, I'm sure. I trust them. Um, and then it was three months, then four, then five, and then six. And I'm like, all right, I'm running out of money now. Um, and I've not been paid this year by people who I believe are my friends who, who signed me up originally going, we'll get you deals with Monster. Uh, that'd be 80 grand a year. And I was like, that's like a, that's a fucking ink. That's like two years' wages. That's ridiculous. Little did you know you'd already signed a deal with a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Terrible. Uh, in the end, I made no money. They still they still actually have some of it, uh, which I will never see. And I've accepted that now, mm. all because I signed a stupid contract really quickly. So, did anything happen to these people in the end? They the just people? disappeared. So on the other side, talking to me, you like haven't Defy. you haven't got the same manager Jack had. So yeah, that's, yeah, could I, be worse. Your story is is I'd say worse than mine. I'd say that this story about my um, corrupt manager is the single most mental story that, um, and like this is the anecdote that I bring up many many times. So apologize. I, I would do you want to hear it? Yeah, like, you know, obviously, you I know, know I was you, there. You know it inside I out. I saw the video you did. But on it I'll just tell you a few it. things now. I've I've spoken about it a few times on the channel and different places and stuff. But I signed to this manager that already had a his name was already tarnished basically like I actually had some well-respected YouTubers DMing me going sure you want to do that but I was skint at the time and hid this guy who I'll call <laughs> for the same <laughs> his name no, yeah. great great no. name to give him uh no I'll believe that I'll call him uh, Tony right um everyone's Tony to me um uh Tony had just <laughs> got manager name yeah is it no <laughs> <laughs> Tony had gotten me this £500 job and this was when I was in my infancy on the channel so I was like oh 500 quid nice nice done the job got paid I was like okay and when I was emailing him I was actually emailing a receptionist not him I was like oh he's actually got staff that's pretty cool <laughs> and then uh, and then one day he just turns around and goes I'm signed to him by this point yada 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 we're gonna go to Las Vegas to the desert to film a movie I'm like well if this happens this will be the biggest thing in my life ever yep. I ended up going over there Found myself in the middle of the Nevadan desert. We were filming a uh, trailer about um, aliens. I was like, "This is fucking insane!" Like, how am I here? I went. I actually went over with um, who was that black guy? Mazzy Maz. Yeah, do you remember Mazzy Maz? Yes, I yeah. Sam Pepper's yeah. also friend. known as a uh, real famous rapper now. Is he famous now? Yeah, he's a huge rapper, bigger what? than Mazzy Maz is now. Can't remember what he's. Uh, what's he does? Scar Lord. Scar Lord. Yes. Yeah. He does. He's really popular. Really? Yeah. Because I saw his when he at started. At least how his career went somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Straight away, yeah. Oh, it's about me. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, so we were in the desert. We're filming this. And then uh, we come back home. A week later, he's like, we're going to go to LA now and premiere this this trailer. I'm like, fuck me. This guy is the real deal. So I went over to LA, tried to sell the film. Couldn't sell it. It was shit. It was shit, right? And then one day, let's fast forward like however long it was. It was like a year. I used to see... Oh, fuck. I said his name. I used to see Tony all the time. 
you, um, Stevie calls me up and he's like, have you seen the article? Like, <laughs> so, so instantly, that's never good. Like, never have somebody said, have you seen the article? And, and it like, ever has gone well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I knew Tony quite well as well. I, yeah. I'd hung out with him and hung out. He was, he was 40. Yeah. But I, I, like, if I was stuck in London for a couple of hours traveling, he'd come and meet me. Yeah. So that's a bit weird, but I, I see this article and instantly have to tell Jack. And he's like, yeah, yeah, go, go, go and read it on, a, on 1080 magazine. So I was like, okay, went on 1080.com. YouTube manager of Jackmate. Oh no! J- jailed for fraud. So I was like, "What the fuck has gone on?" It then the editor of the magazine calls me up and went, "Yeah, yeah, I'm um, just wondering if you can confirm um, if these accusations that he's been sentenced for are true." I'm like, "What are the fucking accusations? Like, I don't, I don't know what it could have been. It could have been mass murder, and I wouldn't have known." My favorite part of all of this though, was that you thought he was in hospital. Yes, <laughs> right. So the story. Thickens the plot. Thickens. <laughs> used to have this thing where Tony. Yeah, yeah Tony. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. So Tony. Tony used to have this thing where he would get bitten by either. He said it was a spider, but for the amount of times this happened, I thought this thing. I was going to say regular. <laughs> wait, wait. No, this isn't a lie. We'd seen the photos. Yeah, he right. puffs up a lot. So I, re- I reckon it's it was probably a bee sting It was when something. something touches him, but he had it a lot. So it's like, what are you doing to constantly get bit by a spider? <laughs> just hanging around. Him He's a just lot. got one at home. <laughs> Go on, can't be bothered to work this week. <laughs> His face would swell up like the elephant man. Yeah, it seems like I'm making this up. I'm not it's genuine. This is yeah. genuine. So he'd have massive rubber lips, like, and, yeah. and it would just look horrific. Anyway, he caught. Um, I was owed a job from him and he didn't get paid for a week and he always paid on time because at one point he was one of my very, very close mates. And uh, so I called him up, no answer, no answer for a week. I said, he always wanted to see me. This is weird. Then one day I called him up and his dad answered. His dad is obviously an older gentleman, probably about 65, who I was told owned an airline in Portugal. He was a millionaire. And he answered, he was like, hi, this is blah, blah, blah. He's in hospital. He's got the swollen thing again. I thought, Tony. okay, no worries. Oh, Tony. <laughs> Just say his fucking name now. <laughs> For anyone looking for him. No, I've got to believe it. I've got to believe it. People can search it and find it, but I don't want to I don't want to do this. He was like, Yeah, yeah, he's uh his his face is swollen, so he's not gonna be able to speak to you um for about six months. And I was like Oh jail time. Yeah, I was like, that's very specific. Also, can you not just put him on loudspeaker? <laughs> or FaceTime? <laughs> I don't think you wanted to see his face. No, I did. <laughs> content. I'm all about the content. Um, and then, he, and then, so it turns out he went to prison for fraud. And uh, there was, you know, when you watch the show Catfish, and you yeah. think, how do you not fucking know that you're being catfished? Like this is men. I was catfished horrifically. And let me tell you some of the things, the clues that I then I, I later found out in hindsight that are so <laughs> obvious. So when we first went over to LA, Tony was like. Um, I've got a penthouse suite. It's the best thing you'll ever see. We'll go there. It's like, cool. We got there. He was like, oh, um, uh, because I let my friends stay in here, they haven't left the keys and um, I can't get in touch with them because they're on holiday. But my mate will let us have his apartment. So I was like, right, okay, whatever. And it was still a, no- a nice apartment. So I was like, he found that the keys were under the mat. It was obviously an Airbnb. I didn't know at the time. So he'd gone in. We're sat there. He's like, yeah, this is his house. It's like, oh, he's, he must be Anne. And he told me this whole backstory about this guy. Then one of our friends who lived in LA come round and went, this was two days later, and went, oh, uh, Tony, lovely TV on the wall. And, and Tony went, yeah, yeah, I bought that last time I was here. And I'm there like, why did you buy this for your mate's apartment? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. He also told me, this is fucking insane, that he knew Justin Timberlake. 
Wow. So so one day I went on, uh, I was Skyping my friend Tom Noza, who used to do the podcast before I upgraded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. No, uh, I was Skyping um, Tom one time. I was like, yeah, yeah, apparently he knows just Timberlake. He's like, we need to fucking look into this. Went on his Facebook profile pictures, went about five or six back. Boom. There's a picture with Tony, with Justin Timberlake on the red carpet. Have you heard this? Because you're looking like no, you haven't heard it. Because no, at but, the time, you also said that he knew Zac Efron he, he knew, and you were I'll calling me. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. Oh my so, God, how so, far did you get? I know. It's, so it's huge. It's Timberlake, Katy Perry and Zac, Zac Efron. But we got the picture of um, Justin Timberlake. I went, oh shit, Tom, he actually does. Put it in, in Skype and then Tom went, yeah, do you want to zoom into the lanyard? So I zoomed in and he was at a lookalike convection, uh, convention in Cannes. It said, your face looks familiar. And he just stood there with this Justin Timberlake lookalike and put it on his Facebook going, oh yeah, I'm, I'm J- uh, Justin Timberlake's assistant manager or something like that, which was fucking bizarre. Then we were in LA one time and he was like, yeah, I know Zac Efron because I worked on High School Musical. He was like, yeah, I can FaceTime him. No, I went, go on and FaceTime him if you got his number. He went, all right, I will. Went to the toilet. I thought, what's he doing in there for so long? Come out 15 minutes later, went, yeah, he's ready to FaceTime now. So oh, this is convenient. And then the guy answered and it was in a really dark club, like under a table. So you couldn't even see what the guy, like it was framed like for, to his neck. So I was like, that's clearly not Zac. And I had to sit there going, like thinking, why are you lying to me pretending <laughs> this is Zac Efron? Like, I find it funny because you were messaging me getting excited. Yeah. You, you were going, I'm about to talk to Zac Efron. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. Love Zac Efron. So I was like, I'm so fucking jealous we of you right now. This podcast. <laughs> and then he just he FaceTimes a black screen. <laughs> And then uh, as, as we, uh, what else was it? Oh, so when he... It, it probably his a, dad again. What's that? It's probably his dad. It probably was, mate. I don't think he knew many people because the night before... He had no friends. Yeah, no, it's that tragic. The night before he went to prison, which I didn't even know about, he was going, do you want to come to London, hang out? The night before you're due to be sentenced in prison. And apparently, um, I don't know if this is true or not, but when he turned up to the court case, they said, right, bring a change of underwear and bring a change of socks. He rocked up in a suit, no change of clothes, laptop, laptop bag under his arm. Because he fully expected they'd just go, not guilty, and he'd walk out. So it turns out that the credit card whole thing, the whole fraud thing, is why I ended up going to America twice. So cheers to whoever's card was that. Like, I appreciate the, the <laughs> holiday. Like That's how mental that is. And um, his best friend, that was a, this this woman, she got in contact with me after, and when, when Tony was in prison, and went, just want to let you know, I've spoken to Tony, he's really upset about, like, because like, you and him were actually good friends, and he, he feels like he's let you down. <laughs> oh, yeah, no shit, Yeah, mate. a little bit, yeah. I was like, how's... Um... You're literally not a real person. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it gets worse. Yeah. He might as well have been called Tony. <laughs> might be. He probably is called Tony. <laughs> You've been saying his real name this whole time. <laughs> oh, we're going to bleep it all. <laughs> he, uh, I said, oh, what, what does uh, Tony's wife think about this? She went, wife? Oh, no. I went, fuck. Literally. I, literally, fuck off. And he made up this whole thing that he lived in Surrey with his wife and these horses. And it even told me little minute details about how Tony's wife's lasagna is really fucking good. Turns out he just lived with his mum. Every single part of his life was a lie. And <laughs> You didn't pick up on any of it. I didn't either, what? but you hung out. You went clubbing with him. Yeah, <laughs> you took a 40-year-old man out in Norwich. I know. What? So what about this film crew? Did they have a crew? Yeah. Or was I... just a man with a DSLR? He's, he, um, <laughs> he, he joined up management teams with an, a legitimate manager. He blagged his way to sign with this legitimate management company. I suppose company. That his whole thing was if he had you, and I wasn't it the master of as well? Yeah, it legitimized uh, and, it. And, yeah, I mean, it gets, yeah, it gets to a point where you could just kind of just bullshit your way. Yeah. And I think that's what the company was doing with me. Yeah. They were like, we don't have Monster, but if we get you... 
we can get monster and yeah. that was kind of that whole thing yeah. and then they don't get monster it's like well, what the fuck are they gonna do now yeah uh, we're fucked yeah like, they've, they've lied to me and obviously i'm gonna find out yeah um lucky i didn't see so you've got all that to come you've got yeah. all that to come but i think his thing was he started this management company with all this murky background fully not thinking that he was going to get anywhere. Then he had a few lucky breaks and he started to do it legitimately. He genuinely got me brand deals. He got me a brand deal with uh, Pizza Express. Express yeah. and it was a really good brand deal. And for the amount of subscribers I had at the time, the money was mental. And I met the actual representative from Pizza Express. So that's all real. I think he then thought, fuck, my past is going to catch up on me sooner or later. And it did. If that hadn't have come back to bite him in the ass. He could have didn't bite him in the ass. His face would have swollen. <laughs> but if that if that hadn't caught up with him, he could still be going now. You'd still be with him. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. I'd actually be making money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I so there are people still on YouTube who are literally getting away with those mm. scams. Still, I mean, Defy Media shows it as well. Yeah, uh, I just caught up with them, but they managed to keep it quite up until the point where they went bankrupt. Yeah, and went unlucky. Go, go deal with it yourself. Goodbye. Yeah, not have our fun. problem. Yes, yeah, yeah. so it's off our hands now. We don't care. Fucking hell. Yeah, it's just fucking ridiculous, YouTubers. <sighs> Here's an advert. Hello, welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour. This is the part of the show that we like to always finish on called Life Support, in which we answer your life queries and your questions. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can email in at jackmates happy i can't remember what it was but yeah, just, just, just tweet me or something and we'll we'll work it out yeah we'll find him uh, ryan75 underscore t has got in touch and said uh my friend got home went and laid it's a bit of a story so you might need to visualize this right okay uh my friend got home went and laid on their bed in the dark and masturbated then afterwards they t oh it says here they were wearing headphones and masturbated in the dark with their eyes closed it's very specific, this. Then they're after... mates? Yeah, they're friends. Yeah. So why do they know this has happened? Because their friends obviously just told them. Yeah, or it's actually... just friends. Yeah. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> yeah, like you and sucking your own dick. <laughs> yeah. uh, then afterwards, they turned their light on and there was a hot cup of tea and a plate of biscuits that had been gently put next to their bed. No. Yeah, the mum had gone in with a plate of biscuits and a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, there, there. It doesn't say whether it's a man or a woman. I was really woman. hoping you were going to end that with, and I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I was, essentially, I was playing soggy biscuit with myself. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and then, but the funny thing about this is they, <laughs> they told me about the hot tea and the biscuits next to their bed. Full stop. Yours, <laughs> yours sincerely, Ryan. That's not a question. He hasn't asked anything. He's just letting you know. <laughs> he just told me that my mum watched me wank. Yeah. Uh, Why? Well, it, it, it could be. It could be a man or a woman. It's not gender specific here. So yeah, I don't know what the question is there. But what do we? How do we feel about that? I mean, I've never been caught. <laughs> No, so, yeah. I don't, so, you say caught as if you're doing something wrong. <laughs> I've never been caught. In the eyes of God, Jack. Stevie, stop it! Stop it, you're around your little knees! No, Mum! <laughs> I was affected by what you said. Yeah, it's quite what this story reminds me of, like it's almost like he's Santa Claus and he's just given like a mince pie and a glass of wine. <laughs> It comes back to year oh, on Wank Day Eve. They leave you so. The big, the big question is, what biscuits were they? <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully digestives. Yeah, oh, they do love a good digestive. They've got to be chocolate though. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. plain. Have I'm not an animal. Have you ever seen someone eating that and they're proper enjoying just eating non-chocolate digestives? Like, why are you just eating a bag of dust? Yeah, so it's like weird. Oh, and they always look like they're loving it. Yeah, I bet Keemstar eats non-chocolate <laughs> digestives. No, he would never cut back on the fat. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh god. Anyway, what are we saying about Ryan? Uh, well, not much to say. I mean, honestly, I so we get he's just of his random things appeared. Yeah. I say keep on doing it and hope for bigger and better presents. <laughs> It's a great time, idea, to be fair. He might get a toasted tomato soup that took an hour to prepare from the pantry. And that's how, what, that's how, what you're hoping for. How long is he wanking? <laughs> Just smashing into himself for an hour and 20. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, My biggest question back to him, though, was what was he listening to? Yeah. Like, if he just had headphones in. This podcast, I like to think. Uh, He's just wanking over this. <laughs> the sound of your whiny time. voice. He'll be doing it next time. We'll get onto this bit. He'll just panic. It'll be very meta, isn't it? It'll be like Inception. <laughs> and he'll turn the lights on and we'll all be standing in the room. <laughs> Maybe Zoella's bringing this stuff in. Yeah. Who knows? He's been it... making a lot of stuff recently. <laughs> I don't know what that means. The pantry. <laughs> For God's sake, leave the pantry alone. Oh, um, my advice to you, enjoy it. Wanking and biscuits. The lock two your best. door. Is there a negative? <laughs> lock your door. Who's got a lock on their bed? He's not Fritzel. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. My advice, my closing statement is enjoy it. If after every time I masturbated there was a tray of biscuits, I'd be high fiving strangers on the night bus, my friend. So enjoy it. I really hope you wouldn't be. That's a really, really specific. At least wash your hands first. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll just realise. Yeah. That makes it sound like I'm going to come in my hand and. Like that, which I wouldn't do. I'm not keen to start. It's never going to stop. Right. This, and the second and final email today, we're just going to go for two today. Um, it's from somebody called Smarty Pants Poe, who said, and the oh, funny no. thing is, I'm making these names up. Oh, I totally believe that one. My, uh, my friend has a fetish. I don't know why all these questions are sex related, but I'm happy that they are. My friend has a fetish that involves dressing up as Pokemon, but his girlfriend doesn't like it and doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Should he give up on trying, or should they meet in the middle? What's the middle, <laughs> Digimon? Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say. <laughs> Got to catch them all. <laughs> my um, my my main query here is which Pokemon? Because if he goes for a sexier one, like a Jinx, yeah. Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe straight away. I know the sexy ones. Oh, Diglett. Ditto, sexy. Well, Ditto can be whatever it wants to be. <laughs> exactly. And that's all he wants for his girlfriend. So. Ditto's great for roleplay. Uh, she could be Ditto and be herself. <laughs> sorted. And she's cheated. She's managed to get round it. Can you actually imagine, though, right, going into the bedroom and your other half is laid there on the bed and dressed as Ditto? <laughs> just, that's just jelly. I would so want to fuck that. <laughs> Do you reckon when when uh, she tries to get out of this situation, he plays it out like it's a Pokemon battle, you know, when you're walking down the road and you can't escape it? Can't escape <laughs> Dun, dun. Just the music starts playing. If you had to fuck any Pokemon, what would you go for? Oh, I don't know. I like how straight away I'm just like... Definitely me. I've already said Jinx. Um, trying to think when that would be a bit more feisty. Like Snorlax would be lazy. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, but imagine the after-sex cuddle. That'd be oh, lovely, true. to be fair. Yeah. Or you get Charmander, spicy. Yeah, Charizard. No, no, Charizard no, wouldn't no. be able to truly train to be able to do it. No, so be... yeah. no. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the logistics behind this. I'd. I think I'd go for like a Clefairy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vos- Feminine. Yeah. Feminine. You, you like know. if you now pick Onyx, it's like, come on. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's fucking. I'd weird. definitely be taking it. <laughs> 
what has happened for this podcast to go to which Pokemon are you going to fuck this week? <laughs> well, I'm actually going to clip this out and put this on the side channel. So guys, do comment down below and let me know which We'd Pokemon. Love to know. Only the first 150, all right? We're not paedophiles. Yeah. yeah? We're going for the new ones. Yeah. Imagine if someone goes for like a little bait, like a Pichu. Don't. You no, little, little munchlacks. <laughs> Chikorita weren't too bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, Go on, cameraman Luke. Well, yeah, yeah, if you spell it with a K. And that's why you're the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> Never speak again. What's we don't pay you for this. What, you're, you're fucking a duck. <laughs> Coughing is full of holes. <laughs> I'm wheezing. Because that's what you'll be doing afterwards. <laughs> I think it's really unfair to say you want to fuck a confused duck. It's already confused. <laughs> That's what you're pissed off at. Yeah. You know what, Maybe I... once it becomes Golduck, we're fine. Yeah. I have forgotten what the question was. What Pokemon are you going to fuck, Alex? No. no, that was not the question. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You've taken it there. But it was never like that to begin with. Your girlfriend, no, hates your roleplay. You, you enjoy Pokemon sex roleplay. Your girlfriend doesn't like so it. So what do you do about Meet it? Meet in the middle. What's the middle? Uh, I don't know. Oh, Ash Ketchum? No. Yeah, Misty. Yeah. Dress yeah, Misty. her up as Misty. You're that's sorted. I was going to say, that's actually a very legitimate answer, I think. Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah it's just one of the actual characters. Like Brock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight for Brock. I don't. I wouldn't mind Misty. Yeah, you've got Nurse and Officer Jenny. Professor Oak. Oh. <laughs> you should oh, keep going for the weirdest oh. ones. Jesse. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Meow. Yeah. Oh, let's not go back to fucking cats. <laughs> he talks. Right? Jesus Christ. There we go. That's, um, that's all we've got time for on this episode of Jack Makes Happy Hour. I just want to say massive thank you to Alex, as always. Thank you very much. Thank you, Stevie. Thank you. And uh, thank you for those that are listening and watching. As I said, let me know which Pokemon you'd fuck. Really want to know. <laughs>